We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences, so the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying that you heard about Indeed on this podcast. That's Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. Lucky Lefty is on CFB Nation, presented by Twisted Tea. One cousin on Thanksgiving that don't bring nothing but leave yeah. with a couple of uh, leave with a couple of to go plays. That's yeah. how. That's the energy I would have bought to this show. I would have had all the lion stuff. You could have. I would have went on Amazon and found some lion stuff. Oh, don't worry about. It. I'll be a lucky lefty. I'm gonna be go ahead and order <laughs> Detroit Lions grit T-shirt. Detroit Lions. Listen, okay. But I'll, I'll tell you this much. I'll tell you this much. I think it's very interesting to see how the dynamic has shifted because for years, for years, I mean, I'm 28 years old now. And, and yeah. for as long as I've been alive, since back when it was in the Silver Dome, all the way up yeah. to now. Yeah. Anytime we thought the Lions had turned the corner, anytime we thought, oh man, they're good now, there was a game like this that comes along. There was a game like this against a team that was an inferior opponent. When we oh. all know in the NFL, it's any given Sunday. The difference right. between the best team and the worst team, this this thing. incremental. And and to see that the Lions found a way to pull this one out, despite Jared Goff doing his best to say, hey, I, I'm going to pull a scissor. I can't see. I'm blind. I'm going to throw to everybody wearing a white jersey today in four field. <laughs> to see that the Lions were still able to pull it out, it's a different day. It's a new day. Yeah. And again, I'm glad you didn't send that text because today would have got downright Bro. disrespectful. Bro, today I was, got- man, let me tell you, Justin had just come back too. Mm-hmm. And the mm-hmm. way he was running on y'all, and throwing, I'm like, oh boy. I'm like, whoa, we up 12 with three, four minutes left. I'm like, this text is about to be real good. And then all of a sudden, I'm telling you, I'm glad that I had tapped into my spiritual side mm-hmm. as service. Because Holy know, Spirit, that hey, that boy said it's not over. You know, the Lord was looking out for you. The Lord yes, was looking was. out for you. And, and like I said, I'm gonna be a good man. I'm gonna be a good man. I ain't gonna glow too much. I go glow too much. I, you know, I, I go do too much glow. However, however, gotta let you know a little something. Gotta let you know a little something on this wonderful Thanksgiving Eve. And all I got for you, one pride, baby. One pride. One pride. All right. Restore the rule. Restore the rule, baby. I respect one pride, but it's still bear down over here. I got you. I got you. All respect. All respect. Let me tell you something, man. 
We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences. So the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying that you heard about Indeed on this podcast. That's Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. Another day is here and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. All, all you want to do is be dangerous. And this is how, like yeah. I said, we're doing, this is Notre Dame culture. We're about to connect the Notre Dame part to this conversation, right? And shout out the way you guys have recovered. Like if Brendan Armstrong had played like this a little earlier in the season and they had recognized the, the dude that Conception was and kind of used him more as a chess piece, mm-hmm. the defense has been pretty solid. You, North Carolina State has turned this thing around. And they look pretty good right now. They're a team that I wouldn't want to play late in the season. I wouldn't want to play in a bowl game to where they're playing right now. And that's what we're wanting Notre Dame to be moving forward. Right. You know, when it comes to Ohio State facing Texas A&M first game of the year next year, you know, yeah. facing um, a Georgia team possibly in a playoff, you, you, you might not be them, but you just want to be dangerous. You know, and that's the way I see the Lions. Mm-hmm. You might not be the Eagles. You might not be the 49ers. But you just want to be real dangerous by the time you get to the playoffs. Because if you're dangerous, you give, you give yourself a good shot. You know, I I think that – I think it's it's being a little bit overblown, some of the struggles that Notre Dame had faced down the stretch here. But I do also see the idea that, I mean, at the end of the day, you you kind of had to know what you were walking into. Some of the statistical greatest seasons of all times that were produced by transfer guys were produced in year two and three. Yes, yes. Jordan Travis, you know, hey, brother, hey, we hope, you have, a, we hope yeah. you have a speedy recovery. Look what he was in, in year one and two at Florida State. Look what he looked like in year three. Joe mm-hmm. Burrow, look what he looked like in year one with LSU. Look like what he looked like in year two. Jaden Daniels, going back to the Bayou. Look what he looked like in year one with LSU. This year – I'm sorry. I've seen every. I've seen all the quarterbacks play. I've seen all of them because we know the Heisman is a quarterback award. Now that's just the reality. If you want to get that thing unhanded from a quarterback, you got to do something outlandish, unruly, if you will. And with that being said, I've watched all of them play, and I don't see how you don't have it to either Penix or Daniels. I don't see how you you give it to anybody else. 
And with that being said, look at what they were in year one and two. They got us up against Penix out there out west. Bo Nix, look what he was. And I, 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 the list goes on and on and on. But the reality is, nine times out of ten, when you're bringing in a transfer quarterback, it's going to take a year for them to get fully adjusted and acclimated. And if you're bringing in a transfer quarterback with the idea that, well, the team around you is that stacked and that good to where we can overcome it, you better have something absolutely not just special. You better have something otherworldly at every other position, which with all due respect to Notre Dame, that's not the case. That's not the case. This is a good team. I'd say a very good team, good to very good. But this is not the type of team that's like, hey, you could throw anybody back there. And as long as you can hand the ball off, as long as you can hit a five to 10 yard slant, you'll be okay. That's not that type of team. I Man, I totally agree. Because I think when you're talking about the first question we're going to bring up from a cultural standpoint, let's look at this. And then I'll throw like four or five teams out there. Mm-hmm. The Wolf Pack. Yeah. Every time you talk to us, right? Mm-hmm. And by the way, Ken Gibbs, co-host, Locked On Wolfpack, Locked On ACC. And Locked On College Football Live. They got me locked yes. on every way but loose. Just, <laughs> just know that. But go ahead. And yeah. you now you're doing going into basketball season. Like, this. hey, this mm-hmm. guy does everything. Hey, hey, bro, I might come check out that Wolfpack women's team. I hey. love, man, I like them. Oh, this, this ACC is deep, boy. Let on me tell you something. Side, it's real deep. And, and I think it's it's very interesting because ACC women's basketball has been amazing for multiple years now, mm-hmm. but it's just now starting to get that national recognition that it mm-hmm. deserves. You know, like people were saying, well, who's better, them or the SEC? And I'm like, okay, when South Carolina was rolling at their highest clip, they were the best team out of everybody. Sure. Kentucky with Ryan Howard and all that, they weren't good enough to mm-hmm. come in and, and beat a bunch of good ACC teams. Like, what are we doing here? You know, like, I, with all due respect, Pat Summit ain't walking through that door for Tennessee. They're a good team, but they weren't beating any of those Louisville teams we saw. They aren't beating this Elizabeth Kitley, Georgia Amore team that we're seeing now. Mm-hmm. What are we doing here? You know, so I, I think that I I would say, I would say, and I know some people are going to say my opinion is biased, and I own that. But the reality is, I don't think that there is a conference in women's basketball right now that's as good as the ACC. I'd probably say it's ACC – SEC, Pac-12 in a close third. Pac-12 in like a close, real close third, probably Big Ten in like a 3A, maybe 4 situation. That's fair. Because I think really Pac-12, Big Ten are interchangeable. Yeah. yeah. You know, Big Ten, Big Ten is really, Big Ten just happens to have a superstar. Yeah. Big Ten hasn't had a superstar back women's basketball. Yeah. Caitlin Clark has been that. So that's kind of brought more attention. Well, and, Caitlin Clark, you know, Indiana's been okay. Illinois actually makes no sense to me. Yeah. I have no clue how you're this close to Chicago and you don't have a bomb women's basketball team down in Champaign every year. Maryland, like you said, the job yeah. they've done. Um, yo, I agree. I absolutely, Maryland actually played uh, South Carolina pretty good. Yeah. You know, in that Elite yeah. Eight last year. So, mm-hmm. but getting back to what we're going to talk about, because I'm going to ask you for Notre Dame. And for South, for uh, North Carolina State and some other teams, because we're talking talk about Thanksgiving it. culture, tradition. Let's talk about it. The next step for North Carolina State. You talked about this. Like it's time to make the next step. You thought the Notre Dame game could be, yo, know, that game that could signal the next step. How far 
are the wolf pack away? How, how far is it? When you talk about that next step, how far is that next step away? The crazy part about the wolf pack is there are only five teams to win eight games or more in the last, um, each of the last, I want to say four to five years. Mm-hmm. And the wolf pack are one of them. Now, granted, Ohio State belongs in there as well because they played exactly um, eight games in the regular season, I want to say. And and so that's not really fair, per se, to say, hey, they didn't win eight. Well, yeah, the COVID year took them out. So really six. With that being said, I look at this and I say, NC State is right there. And the thing is, watch how watch how bad this is, right? When you talk about Brendan Armstrong and why he was bitched and why I was an advocate for him being bitched. I'm not going to lie to that. I'm not going to hold any, any, you know. The reality of what happened in the Louisville game, the defense holds the most explosive offense in the conference by a mile at that time now, by a mile, to 13 points. And you can't win that football game? You you have a play. I have a locked-on look of the week where I draw up a play every week where I, like, dissect what happened on this play, what should have happened, all that good stuff. This team ran um, a switch deep in fade or will, will fade, whatever you want to call it, out of that, um, out of the slot. And they were running cover one. And he threw to a double covered in route as a six-year guy. And then to end the game, to end the game now, so did they drop? Did they drop a robber into the middle of the field? No, they didn't. They, they didn't drop a robber. Cover, they were coming cover one. Okay. Yeah, they bought a dog. They bought a dog, but it was a cover one dog, and so safety middle of the field high. Now, your guy on the uh, wheel, he's open. He has a step. Put the ball out in front of him, where if you overthrow him, it goes out the back of the end zone. If you put it right on him, six points. The only thing you can't do is underthrow that ball. That's it. Instead, we throw to the in route, overthrow it. It gets picked by a safety. Now, that drive would have put us up 17, 13, 17 to 10. Louisville only scored 13 points in that game. Well, wait. But wait. There's more. RIP to Billy Mays. But wait. There's more. This team got another chance to redeem themselves at the end of the game. We're down 13-10. We get the ball back. I believe it was like a minute and a half left or something along those lines. The first play of the drive, there is immediate pressure, and Brennan Armstrong throws up with his tantamount to an arm punt. There was no receiver that was close to the ball. It gets intercepted. That's unacceptable from a year six guy because there was enough time for you to take a sack, come back the next play, dust yourself off, and try it again. So, the, the reality is with Brendan Armstrong turning it around and all that good stuff, and, and in terms of how close is NC State, think about it this way. Had Brendan Armstrong eaten a sack there and led a drive for a touchdown, NC State is in the ACC championship game this year. They'd be in the ACC championship game this year. Not only in the ACC championship game, they'd be in the ACC championship game against the Florida State team that just lost their starting quarterback. That little thing, Either one of those plays going the opposite direction, either he throws the fade or he puts a money ball right on his receiver's chest. If he was to throw the end, we're looking at a totally different ball game that NC State potentially wins that then elevates this program to a conference championship appearance. But instead, we on the outside of the club once again. So it's that 
you know, Al Pacino, any given Sunday. Gentlemen, it's a game of inches. Mm-hmm. And it really is that game of if two plays go differently for yeah. this team. And, and I don't want to put it just on Brent because there are multiple other uh, games and multiple other moments where, hey, if this play goes j- just this much different, yeah, if this guy does a little bit more straightening, we end up in a better situation. But I think NC State is right there on the cusp. My challenge to NC State, my challenge to Dave Dorn, you've knocked on the door for so long. You've knocked on the door for so long. Mm-hmm. At some point, sooner or later, you got to put on your steel toe boots. You got to get your battering ram out. You got to <laughs> kick that thing on down. Yeah. You got to kick it on down. And so that's that's where I'm at with Dorn and NC State in that this team has hit a level of consistency that has, I want to say, has never been seen at NC State. Playing phenomenal defense, playing offense coming along now. And I think with these players seeing that Anai and his systems work and buying in next year, they'll be better there. But it's just that one or two plays. It's just that one or two moments where if we were better, you know, you end up in a conference championship and maybe even even further um, as a result. So that's that's how far I think the Wolfpack are. I don't think this is a, you know, this is a, a they're a world away from being all the team that everybody wants them to be in Raleigh and all that. I don't think that's the yeah. You know what's crazy? Notre Dame fans probably feel the exact same way. Or maybe they don't. So let us know, chat. Let us know what you think. How far away is Notre Dame from truly getting over that hump or getting to the next step under Marcus Freeman? Because I think incrementally improvement has been made. Uh, More than likely they'll win. If they win the bowl game, they'll end up winning one more game than they won last year. Mm -hmm. Marcus Freeman's first two seasons are better than any head coach, I think, in the last 30 years at Notre Dame. And that's with the disappointment of the Marshall game. The Stanford loss at home last year. The disappointment of the Ohio State game, how that ended. Louisville on the road. And most people say, man, what in the world is wrong with this team on the road? And I always say, man, really – that's an honest evaluation because most fans would say, well, man, they played really good against North Carolina State on the road. I'm like, yeah, but they kind of had a break because of the weather. Like, they didn't start off too good. Yeah. And if it wasn't for that weather break, we don't know how that game might have gone. Right? They, they kind of got to the weather break, had hot dogs, you know, stadium hot dogs, as they explained, and then came back out. Audrey got loose for 80. And the next thing you know, the fortunes change. But if that's the next step for Notre Dame, like being consistent and becoming the same dominant team on the road as they are at home and then making the big plays, they had four opportunities on that last Ohio State drive to close the game out. Yeah. Dropped interception, fourth and 17, allowing 18 yards on the pass, and then the two plays from the one. Absolutely. You know, playing with 10 players on the field. Like, those are things that shows, like, okay, you're not equipped from coach down to the last player to take that next step. That's what that Ohio State game showed me. You're not ready as a program in totality for these moments. And if that's the case, that's an incremental improvement from last year where you even question whether or not they could beat teams like Marshall 
or Stanford as they get ready to face the Stanford Cardinal this weekend. So the next step for Notre Dame for me is, is a lot about development, but it's even more about playmakers. Who are your playmakers in those moments, right? Mm-hmm. To get the guys that are not going to drop that interception. Make that play. If that's not if that's Kyle Hamilton and not DJ Brown, it's probably game set match. Yeah. For Notre Dame. You know, if you have an eraser at quarterback instead of a guy that we come to learn, and I think he learned like, yo, this quarterback in Notre Dame is a different weight than yeah. quarterbacking at Wake Forest. You know, I think that affected him possibly with along with a few other things. But I think the next step for Notre Dame, um, because I think Notre Dame, the step they're trying to make is a little bit different than the step that North Carolina State is trying to make. Very much so. Because the expectations are totally different. You're talking about, okay, we're in the ACC championship. That's the next step, being that team that can consistently contend. And Notre Dame is like, dude, we're trying to beat Alabama, Georgia, and win the national championship. Yeah. Because we've been to the college football playoffs. So I think Notre Dame's step, might be a little bit more than North Carolina State's, you know, because it's not just as easy to get playmakers at quarterback, wide receiver, because Notre Dame doesn't have the ability to go to the portal, you know, in the same way the other teams go to the portal. It's yeah. a lot of different other factors. So, but I think it's doable. It's happening daily. We're being conned by the institutions we used to trust. The mainstream media is distracting us with meaningless headlines instead of focusing on the harsh realities facing American families. Time is short before something big happens, and that's why so many folks are preparing. They're becoming self-reliant by investing in emergency food storage from My Patriot Supply. Go to MyPatriotSupply.com and secure four-week emergency food kits for each member of your family. Each kit contains tasty breakfasts, lunches, and dinners, averaging over 2,000 calories per day. Save $50 on each four-week food kit you purchase. Plus, get free shipping on Ready Hour four-week emergency food kits. You're not ready if it's not Ready Hour foods. At My Patriot Supply, you can also get solar power generators, water filtration units, heirloom seeds, and survival gear. Order by 3 p.m. and your unmarked boxes ship the same day. Shop MyPatriotSupply.com today. MyPatriotSupply.com Are you ready to elevate your college football game day experience? Check out Twisted Tea, your go-to game day beverage for college football fans. Twisted Tea is unlike any hard beverage you've had before. It's made with real brewed tea and packs a powerful punch with 5% alcohol and no carbonation, delivering the perfect balance of taste and refreshment that goes down smooth for every game day occasion. No need to settle for the usual. Twisted Tea turns up any occasion, especially when you're cheering for your favorite team. Whether you're tailgating in the stadium parking lot, watching at a bar, or hosting friends at home, Twisted Tea is there to elevate game day experience. It perfectly complements your love for college football and your passion for creating unforgettable moments. So let's toast to unforgettable game day experiences. Twisted Tea, the drink that fuels fun and celebrates your love for college football. Keep it twisted. I'll, I'll tell you cool. what. I'll tell you what. Here's here's what Notre Dame needs to do. If they're if they're going to make the step, because Notre, you're right, Notre Dame. To me, Notre Dame is closer to NC State than it is to Georgia, but Notre Dame's expectations are closer to yeah. Georgia's than NC State's. 
So they need multiple things. Like, I, I don't believe that this is one small little nudge away. They have the exact opposite problem that a school like uh, my my very hated rivals down the street have and the boys in baby blue. They are all, all sizzle, no steak. Notre yeah. Dame, beautiful steak. You still need a little sizzle. You still need a little presentation on that thing. You still need that little bit. Or that, yeah. you know, the the the, the fajita yeah. sauce that they spray on everything that yeah. artificially makes it pop and yeah. simmer. Yeah. Need a little bit of that. It's like a little when, bit they bring, of that. when they bring the sizzling fajitas from Applebee's and you can yeah. still hear it, you can yeah. still hear it. And, like, okay. And and here's the deal, right? The in the trenches, they're good. Offensively, amazing. Mm-hmm. Defensively in the trenches, you need to get a little bit better. You need a little uh it, there is something their defensive line, their defensive line is good enough. They get a lot of stalemates. They don't change the math. Football is a math equation. You always, always, always want to change the math or work the math out in your favor. That is what football is designed to do, right? When when a defensive coordinator draws up a blitz, what is it normally designed to do? We're going to exploit their passing sets because we know their pass protection puts three over here, two over here, the back goes here. If we bring this blitz at the right way from here, we'll have one against zero because we've exploited their differences. The, the reality is that only works for so long. At some point in time, in the game of football, you versus him, you got to change the math. Mm-hmm. As a defensive lineman, somebody got to change the math because it's five offensive linemen generally against four uh, rushers. Right now, there's not a lot of math changes. Even if we're talking about in the, stopping the run, there's not a lot of math changers in that Notre Dame front seven. That's just the reality. So you need that, number one. Number two, the quarterback development has to be something. The quarterback development has to be something. You can't just go into the portal and keep getting random guys and say, oh, yeah, this guy should work out. Oh, yeah, this guy should work out, especially on a one-year rental deal. If you're going to do a one-year rental deal, everybody else needs to be set, ready to rock, ready to go. If you're going to do that, you need to get a guy multiple years to develop. Look at Penix. I watched it. Look at, I've, I've talked about that at nauseum, how you need that. The last thing in terms of sizzle, you've got the backs, you've got the offensive line, you've got the tight ends. You need some guys that are absolute playmakers out wide. The game in the year of 2023 is designed. Now, I'll tell you, do you know how different Notre Dame season would be if they would have went from South Bend up to East Lansing and they would have said, hey, Keon, Hey, hey, Keon, let me talk to you, brother. Let me talk to you. That golden helmet, you know, not the one with the spear on it. I'm talking about the clean gold helmet. It hits different, brother. The alumni network hits different, brother. The opportunities hit different. The wide receiver, you're going to be wide receiver number one, two, and three. You come on over here. We got you for all that, and we got tight ends that will take the pressure off you underneath. We'll, they'll have to, you know, we'll, we'll get some. And guess what? We can run the ball like nobody's business. You'll see a lot of single high looks. You know what that means? You and a 5, 10, 18-year-old, one-on-one, brother. How's that sound to you? Mm-hmm. Because do you know how different this year would be if at multiple points Sam Howell said, you know what? I've got my blankie. I've got my 6-4 blankie to go up and get that ball. Not only can he go up and get the ball, worst case scenario, I can throw him a hitch. I thought mm-hmm. I'm hit to say, go beat that defensive back and go go get me six, and he can do so. So I think that those are the things that this team needs to do. Defensive linemen, math changers. You need. I think their linebacker core is solid. A bunch of guys who know where they're supposed to be. They fly downhill. They fly around. They do what they're supposed to do. 
But defensive line now changers, you need quarterback development. If you're not going to go in the portal and get a guy who's got two to three year plus years left, you need to make some quarterback development better than what it's been. And the last thing is out wide. It's a passing game. It's 2023. This ain't Lou Holtz football no more. This ain't that. This ain't, you know, this ain't get a sale here and a sale here and we'll run it in the alley. It's not that no more. It's not that. So, you know, if if we get those or if Notre Dame gets those things going, I can guarantee you they'll be at that level. Now, all none of those things are easy to find. And that's just being very honest, right? Keon Coleman, 6'4", returning punts, he's one of one. That's not an easy thing to find. You look at quarterbacks in the portal who have a lot of years left. Again, that's a rarity to find really good ones. So if you're going to go the recruiting route, you need better quarterback development. And obviously, you know, the, the last thing in terms of defensive linemen, it's not easy. It's not easy to find big dudes that can move, big dudes that can get after the pass or all that. It's not easy to find those either. So this is Notre Dame has the resources to do it. They have the cachet to do it. They have the alumni network to do it. They have the NIL allotment to do it. They have all the things, but you just need to put it in action. Man. I couldn't have said it any better. Lucky Lucky Podcast. Sean Davis, my boy Kenny Dibbs. So let's talk tradition. Mm-hmm. Tradition, right? Because tradition and tradition at Notre Dame means a lot. Yeah. Right? Yeah. And a lot of times people don't want to change tradition. People will tell you, man, you know, recruits need to come to Notre Dame because they're four for four. Well, you know, some people just, some kids just don't give a darn about four for four. Some kids just want to make it to the NFL. That's yeah. it. They've yeah. been playing their whole life to make it to the NFL. So you really come to them with the four for 40. That's great. Everything Ken Gibbs just said about Notre Dame is right on point. The network, the opportunity, the resources, it's all there. But they won't recognize that until they actually get on campus. Mm-hmm. It might take them into their sophomore year to realize like, oh, snap. I still want to go to the NFL, but man, let me tap into this because I can do some other things as well. Yeah. And those are the type of playmakers, Sean Civiliano, who they have committed in the 24 class that hopefully will be staying locked in, 330 pounds, beast out of Florida. That's what Notre Dame has been missing. A dude that can just take that one arm and push the center back into, like you said, the math. Change the map. Push that dude back into the quarterback. Make your linebackers better. Make your edge rushers better and give them one-on-one consistently. Mm -hmm. This is what we're talking about. So getting away from tradition. Let's do that. I mean, here's the fun. Here's here's the the one traditional dish. Because I want to say this and then we can can go there because I want the chat to have some time. The one traditional dish, LL Nation, at Thanksgiving, that's absolutely trash in your opinion. Mm-hmm. The, the one traditional dip. Well, I'm a, I'm gonna get it cracking. I'm a, I'm gonna get this thing started because let's, I let's had, go, baby. Let's this, go. This dish has has caused me contention with plenty of friends and family. People have looked at me interested and said all these things about you know oh you, you just don't know what you're talking about. You ain't had a good one yet. Dressing, stuffing, whatever you want to call it, trash. Get that off my plate. Don't actually not get that off my plate. Don't put that near me. Don't put that near me. Don't. I And when I found out, I always thought it was bad. But when I found out how it was made, oh, oh, I was mad. Oh, I was devastated. Let me tell you why I was so devastated. I found out that some people make cornbread first and then break the cornbread up and put 
the turkey or the the uh, peppers or whatever they put in it, they put that in it after making perfectly good cornbread. Are you out of your mind? Have you lost your rabbit mind? What is wrong with you? You got the cornbread already there, brother. You want? You want? You did the thing. You did your big one. You don't need to do anything else. There needs to be nothing else done when you are talking about. Oh man, this is this is some good food here. Dressing, stuffing, whatever you want to call it. Yeah, don't don't put that on my plate. Don't put that on my plate because we're gonna have problems. We'll have problems if you put that on my plate. That's that's just mm-mm, mm-mm. can't can't do it. Can't do it. Won't do it. I refuse to do it because again, that's a food that don't make no sense to me. Like that, that, imagine if we took yams and, and, you know, made a much worse, more bitter, less flavorful, less sweet dish out of that. Like we literally made yams, made the best yams you could imagine. And it made something worse out of it. Stop playing. Stop it. Get, get that dressing stuff and whatever it is, get away from me. Get it, mm, 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 get it out of here. That is just, it's never going to fly with me. Never going to be a thing with me. And that's all there is to it. Uh-oh, looks like we got a little bit of technical difficulty with Sean on the line. But I, me, me, Roger, I'm the person that doesn't like dressing or stuffing. I can admit that. I can admit that. I know I'm a strange guy in some ways, and that's one of them. I, I hate it. I hate it. Don't don't put it near me. Don't put it near me. Don't. Listen, oh, see, not a, not a crowd turning against me because I don't like dressing. You know what? I'm okay with this. I'm okay with it because, you know, I like Sean. I'm a religious man. And you know what they say? They hated Jesus for telling the truth. They hated Jesus for telling the truth. Y'all hate me for telling the truth. It's okay. One day y'all gonna join my side. One day y'all gonna join my side on this issue and I'll be there with open arms. You know, I'll be there with open arms and and loving warmth to let y'all know, hey, you don't have to pretend to like that anymore. You don't have to pretend. You don't have to front. You don't gotta fake the funk because I'm here for you. I'm here for you. And you know, we'll be, we'll all be better as a society. We'll all be better as a society, once we admit together that mm, stuffing just ain't it. Stuffing just, you know, it's, it's again, I, I understand why, actually, no, I'm not going to lie to y'all. I don't understand why people like it. Some foods, I can see the vision on why people like it, even if I don't, right? A lot of food, like uh, potato salad, I see the vision. I don't like it personally. I see the vision. I get why people like it. Deviled eggs, I see the vision. I get it. I may not Although I did have shout out to Oak City Steakhouse in Raleigh, I had some um, I had some calamari uh, deviled eggs that were like whew, game changer. But I see the vision on those. I don't see the vision on stuffing at all. I don't see it. I don't understand it. It's it's a confusing thing to me. It's a very confusing thing to me. And um, I'm hoping Sean come and pull me out here because they they you know they, they turn it on me, Sean. They turn it on me, and it's getting rough in here because I don't like stuff. You know what I mean? Again, I ain't going to back down off that take. I ain't going to back down. If you have ever seen the movie Barnyard, remember when the Pops was was fighting off the wolves and Won't Back Down was playing in the background? That is me for stuffing and dressing. I have lost friendships over this, and I, I am not sad about that. I am not sad about that. I live with those losses, and I say, you know, anybody that I lost because I hate stuffing was a gain, was a gain in my book, an absolute gain. But, uh, yeah, that's, that's probably my – my uh, one one dish that I don't like. Now, listen, I see y'all all on me about what I don't like, and I appreciate Elizabeth for dropping in green bean casserole being the food that she don't like. What do y'all not like? What do y'all not like? Because And I'll take stuffing over mashed potatoes. It's crazy. But anyway, what do y'all not like? Let us know. Let us know. We're here to find out what y'all don't like. So come on with it. Come on with it. Uh-oh. I'm sorry, see? bro. See? I, I, got I, 
I hey, got listen. family coming in town. You family, so you you already knew what to do. Let me tell you. Let me tell you. Apparently, I, I'm about to lose you some subscribers because I just described my hate for stuffing and dressing. They 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 in here ready to they coming at my throat, and I said hey. they hated Jesus for telling the truth. They gonna hate me too. They gonna hate hey, me too. Let me tell you this, bro. I have no problem with the hate for stuffing and dressing. Now, if you're doing that stove stove top dressing on Thanksgiving, I question whether or not you're a real cook. Oh well, Mark with the glasses says stove. says stove top is where it's uh, at. We don't, we don't, and maybe that's just a cultural thing. That, it mm. could be that. Mm. Could be, you know. But if if you're on our side of the culture and you're doing stove top, we need to have a discussion. Hey, we listen. need to have a discussion. Listen, I don't care if it's stove top. I don't care if it's made in the stove. I don't care how you make it. If you put some, dr here's the thing, right? I'm a big guy. I'm a, I'm a former buffet buster, not going to lie. Mm -hmm. I still can do a little something at a buffet. But let me tell you something. Let me tell you something. If you if that's on the plate in front of me, you hate me. You don't like me. You you got smoke with me, and that's how you announced it. That's that's what I'm going to take that as. So, you know, what what is yours, Sean? What is your Thanksgiving food that you just like, uh-uh, don't want it, don't want no smoke with it, don't want no parts of it. Get it out of here. Turkey. Really? That's interesting. That's interesting. I, I'm gonna tell I, told, you. I told Malik this. Yesterday, I have, I see I come from a house where I'm blessed to have a mom yeah. that actually allows her children to dictate the majority of the menu. Mm -hmm. So we get a max, we get a text thread weeks before the holiday. Right. So tomorrow she's gonna have short ribs, prime rib, goose, ham, uh, jerk chicken. And turkey. Church Dude, tur turkey's like fifth or no, sixth. Wait, hold on. Hold on. Wait a minute. We're not going to skip past that like you did just say what you just said. Okay, go ahead. Y'all got jerk chicken rolling at Thanksgiving. Yeah. yeah. Let me go look up these flights to Chicago, brother. Hold on. Yes, sir. Hold on. You said I'll I'm family. I'll text you, you the address. We're going to see how family we are. I'm, yes, sir. I, I, now, listen. Yes, sir. Don't, don't ask me to bring nothing but my winning smile. But if y'all got jerk chicken over That's there. Y'all got jerk chicken. Oh, that bring it on! See, and, and let me tell you something. Let me tell you something. That's that's great ball right there. And I yeah. love I love families. Every family does Thanksgiving their way. Every family does the uniqueness of like, all right, we you know we do our different different things our different ways. But I'm gonna tell you, it's it's very interesting to me to hear about the different foods that families cooking the way they prepare. In my family, it ain't no you get to ask what gets made. You just show up, and what's there is there. You you take what you got, and if you ain't, if you don't want it, oh, don't worry about it, brother. We hey, we just don't, ain't gonna eat. Gonna now eat. you see, I did use the word blessed. Oh, yeah. I understand yeah. everybody else does not have that same situation. Hey, let me tell you something. Let me tell you something now, because <laughs> that's that's a yeah, especially you know we talk about the culture a lot, especially in our culture. Ain't no, yes, sir. ain't no, oh, you you get to choose. No, you get to choose between what was made. You get to choose between. Was right here. That's what you. That's these are your choices, brother. Mm -hmm. I I love that y'all get sent out a menu beforehand. I, I need to I need to send it. As a matter of fact, I'm gonna take this. I'm gonna clip this and I'm gonna send it to my family. Just, you know, not to not to disparage anybody. Until right. we love you, baby. You make the that's best of everything. You know. right, listen, right. you know your ribs so good. I can't eat nobody else's auntie. You know, you know that. Right. But right. but you know, I may I may have to send this forward. Maybe. Send out a little something in advance, asking everybody what they want. You know, it's, it's, you know just, just as a, a, a courtesy more so, yeah. a suggestion box, if you will, as opposed to a, you better make this, there's going to be some smoke in the city. <laughs> Look, man, like I said, 
we I understand that we're absolutely blessed, bro. Yeah, I, absolutely. I'm also, like, yo, I'm, but the I'm star is crazy because one of my mom's best dishes is actually mm. her dressing, mm. and she does mm. not do it with traditional turkey. She actually okay. uses goose in her dressing, and it is you do people will tell me like, man, grab me a spoonful of your mom's dressing and just bring it back to your crib, and I'll I'll meet you there. A spoonful yeah. is crazy. Yes, a, a spoonful, spoonful is crazy. Let like, me tell you something. How... Is, is she putting that thing that destroyed our community in the 80s in it or something? Because a spoonful <laughs> is crazy now. A spoonful. Now, now let me tell you this. Let me tell you this. Your, your comment section. Honest. Your comment section was concerning me. They was they was not passing the oh, check look. for a minute. They just My got boy. me back. They just got me back with the with the uh chitlin slander. They just look. got me back. They just got me. Uh, my boy you. Doma Wob says, between the two of you, you have eliminated two of the most core foods for Thanksgiving. That's what we're trying to bring. This is why we're having the podcast. You we're got talking the... about Notre Dame, yeah. coming out of tradition, yeah. moving forward, yeah. being more aggressive in the and, NIL landscape, and I'm gonna tell you this, giving I'm... more latitude in the transfer portal. Yeah, Come on. Help Marcus Freeman. Help Come him. Come on with it. Come on with it. And so, I'm going to tell you yeah. what. We're if trying we to help about, you. Move if we forward. talk about breaking tradition, let's break something. Because let's just be honest. Let's just be honest. Turkey has to be done by an expert. Like, in order mm. for turkey to be good, it got to be done by somebody know how to pump that thing, right? Know how to put the little the little cheese cover over it and all mm -hmm. that. You, you know what I'm talking about? Not the one that, like, actually is cheese. It's the one that, like, they put the sauce on it. They put that covering over the turkey to kind of give it that brownish color all over the top and all. Yeah, yeah you got to have a very specific type of deal going on there. And listen, see, I I know I love coming to this Lucky Lefty podcast. I know I love, every time, every time I think your comments lost me, they come back. Wait, wait, John Mason, ribs John over Massey. turkey, John, John Massey, bro, that, you talking, you talking that talk, John. You talking that talk, John. You, I like it. I love it here. I love it. I'll tell you what, y'all. Listen, just add me on this show for free. I, I come on back just to just to talk to your folks for free. Cause this is a great time. I'll tell you what, man, that ain't, ain't nothing wrong with a little bit of ribs. Right? There, people ask me, is there any holiday that you couldn't eat ribs on? I say, absolutely not. Absolutely not. You if you go from the holidays, you know, from New Year's Day forward, you every Bro. holiday, you can eat some ribs Bro. and everything will be I'm, all right. I'm having rib tips tonight. Whew.